Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Good Zeit and Good Luck. I don't know. We've done it. Repeated it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bound oh, to happen. I think I've, I think I've uh, repeated a bunch of these. Well, look, it's Friday. Hey. What are you going to do? Look, we got a lot of tables. We got a lot of tables. I'm gone next week. Oh, yeah. Take a little break. A little, little yeah. s- summer summer brizzy. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh-oh. Get ready, kids, because a substitute gang. teacher will be high and make you watch blooper videos from the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> did, did that actually happen? Oh, again? hell yeah. There were two teachers. You, <laughs> Yo, Coach Kurowski. Okay, this dude, like, you know, because there's always, like, the dudes who are the sports coaches who would have to substitute on, like, on campus or whatever. So, in high school, the Coach K would come through, and he was not Mike Krzyzewski. He's not Mike Krzyzewski, Coach K, okay? (laughs) He's Rob Kurowski. This dude was something else. Like, we would play pickup with him. Like, sometimes he would come to my friend's house on the weekend to play basketball with us in the driveway, and he would, like, body us. And this man was in his 40s. (laughs) And then we would like give him, but then we would give him that work sometimes. Just anyway, I wasn't that good, but my homie Tyler, shout out to him, uh, basically almost dunked on him. So wow. he would, we whenever he substituted any class, he rolled that fucking TV thing, and we're like, here we go, dude. Yeah. It's some NFL yeah. or NBA blooper thing. <laughs> Bloopers is the best though. It's not even like no, nah, it's not even like physical yeah, comedy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the Three Stooges of sports. That's amazing. Somebody needs to make a biopic about that Coach K. Yeah. And name it Coach K. <laughs> All right. Let's let's tell the people what's trending. Prenup is trending. Oh, by the way, I'll be I'll be here for Monday's episode. And then oh, I'm yeah. leaving. Then you're okay. leaving. Okay. okay. Then I'm out. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Prenup is trending because of that man's wife, Melania. Trump. Yeah. So apparently, uh, we're getting the truth behind the scenes of that relationship. There, there was that time when she stayed back in New York to help uh, monitor Barron's education. Uh, supposedly, that was the official report. Right. The truth is, she stayed back in New York because they were negotiating the prenup, and she realized this is leverage. If I divorce him right now. It's gonna look bad. Yep. It's gonna look bad for him. I know where the bodies are buried. So oh, she God. stayed in New York, got the prenup that she wanted, and then moved down to DC. But for a while there, she was holding out. Ugh. She was like a player re- not reporting to camp. Stefan uh, Mar buried camp. it. Yeah. Holding out. I'm for just gonna better, collect these checks better and deal. <laughs> record videos on Periscope. Yeah, mm. she's I mean, yeah, the the whole book feels like it's just the juiciest stuff. It's like, oh, not only that, but there is capital D drama brewing between the women in Trump's life. Mm. Yeah, Ivanka was apparently planning to rename the East Wing the first family's office uh, before (laughs) Melania moved to Washington and then, you know, ruined that by, I don't know, not working. Yeah. Or her husband. <laughs> is that what I it mean, is? I She's guess. like, well, you're not involved in the nepotism, so we can't call the house an office. Okay. I, I, sure. This whole thing is this. So, like, I, I remember when I used to care, when I used to think, like, oh, we're going to learn something new mm. or, like, really mm. dark. And now I'm just like, look at this viper pit just turn on itself in the weirdest way. And, like, that's what's leading the country. And I was like, but yeah. give please give me a Cliff's Notes version of the most salacious tidbits. Speaking of 
holdouts. Bell is trending, but it's not Le'Veon Bell. It uh, is Kristen Bell. Oh. She wrote, and it was long walk, <laughs> but we got there. Uh, Kristen Bell wrote a children's book, and it takes on, I mean, we already, she already almost uh, solved racism with her appearance in that. Uh, almost? Come on, Jack. Yeah, I mean, she she basically solved it, but then, after that video, the NASCAR announced no more Confederate flags. <laughs> that's right. No. Uh, and now, uh, but she realized, oh wait, what if some kids had hadn't seen that? This next generation also needs to know racism is bad. So she released a children's book about uh, purple people who focus on their similarities rather than their differences or something. Uh, as Brody Reed tweeted, white people are like, I don't care if you're black, brown, lavender, viridian, pewter, cerulean, vermilion, caledon, uh, saffron, say, wow. <laughs> saffron, it's, cinnabar. Yeah, um, that's such a interesting, uh, whatever. I feel like. Yeah, it's like glorifying colorblindness. It's that, mm-hmm. that whole, well, I, I don't see it's. No, no, uh, that's not the problem. That's, right. that's, a, that's, a, that's one way to avoid talking about Right, actual like racism. I'm like, no, yeah. just don't see color. Right. <laughs> just, just that's the problem. Yeah, Chappelle is trending. His special dropped. We talk about it a little bit on Monday's episode, but uh, it's dope. It's it's truly. I mean, he's. It's just. I didn't know how bad I wanted to hear from him. It's also interesting because it's like the first social distanced like live event that I've watched. Um, the people are like kind of spread out in right. in a field. It's outdoors. It's, I don't know, that people are getting uh, their temperature taken as they walk in. It's like a good, I don't know, it's weird. It's a very interesting like documentation of what's happening right now. Like it, 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 it like when you see it, you're never gonna, like when we, when people look back on this, it's gonna have this very specific feeling to it because as we watch, we're like, oh, yeah, right. People are getting temperature checked. They're all handing out masks. They all have to they're all being really conscious of the pandemic, yet also know they want to be here to hear what Dave Chappelle is saying and that he also wants to be able to say this like with an audience. Um, and on top of that, it's born out of the explosive like uprisings that have taken uh, taken place across America. And then you're going to hear from a comedian whose material has always been you know, been discussing with through his humor, like what the black experience is. I mean, from the yeah. Chappelle show, from, you know, the white, the black, white supremacist and things like that. It, uh, these kinds of things have been at the forefront. And it's interesting. Like, like you say, it was interesting when he started talking about Don Lemon and how Don Lemon was shaming like a bunch of celebrities and, you know, his view on that. He's like, this isn't a celebrity issue. This is an issue of the people in the streets. And it's yeah. not about, He's like, I need to let them speak, but please believe I have a lot to say. And then he, it's really a, just a passionate, like speaking engagement with, you know, his humor intertwined in it, or at least the first uh, part that I saw. I don't know if he moves on to like more material, but. No, it's mostly that, uh, but it's, I feel like he realized at a certain point that like he can't help but be funny. And so he he's just like giving a he's saying what he's saying is very serious and thoughtful. And yeah, he's just so fucking smart, but he can't help but be funny. And so it's just it's funny, like there are laughs in there and he's just 
you know, working through it on stage. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, you know, he's controversial. Yeah. No matter, no matter how you cut it. It's interesting to just see somebody like clearly be so moved to try and do something in that moment, uh, you know, for better or worse, but it just, yeah, it'd be an interesting snapshot of like what this, you know, moment in time was like, like I said, he's working through it. He, like, I think his response to some of the controversial things he said in the past has been that he's like, you know, acknowledges that he's wrong. I mean, even the, in this special, he talks about like a thing that he said that was wrong, not, not about, you know, trans people, but about like just a fact he got wrong on SNL. But I do think that's like the fact that he openly talks about being a flawed person is also something that is i don't know at least very human about him. yeah well um, it's just it's right now it's just very hard times for people especially black people and i i you know i i commend him for like articulating his thoughts on everything because it's really uh for, for a lot of people like dave Chappelle might have been an entry point for them to actually be able to observe racism uh, and understand yeah. it a little bit more because his humor disarmed him a bit. But that the the last thing we're talking about that's trending, I think just goes to show how prevalent all of this still is. Now, this story is still being fully reported out, but what we do know is that this man, a black man named Robert Fuller, was found hanging from a tree in Palmdale, California, uh, near City Hall. And the cops just somehow immediately ruled it a suicide. I think most people would probably say, I don't know why someone would want to hang themselves in city hall, what that means right now. I mean, until we know more, uh, we, I, you know, we'll just see what happens, but I think to other people, it, it appears to be a lynching. Um, and like, you know, like we've been saying there, if we, when we make gains, uh, against dismantling white supremacy, there's going to be, there will always be pushback because it has to survive. And I, again, I don't know if this is a hate crime, but my God, when I just when you read what's on there and then the police are just calling it a suicide right away, that is very eerie to me Yeah, uh, and just stinks of a cover up. And on top of it, I have a feeling like if it's near City Hall, I, there has to be some kind of surveillance footage uh, of what of happened. So I think rather than doing that, like they should have not, you know, made a. Uh, a determination immediate. at like the yeah, cause. immediate determination but i don't know maybe there's a note i don't know but i think it's just if you're gonna do that like explain all of that rather than us as the public seeing a black man was found hanging from the tree police say it's a suicide right that and i mean yeah this is this is the problem is that we can't trust the police on on this shit right now no um and it, and period. man eh, this is the thing, man. Everyone's wounds are still so open. And whether it's Brianna Taylor still having still trying to get her murderers to, to, to see justice or, you know, Tony McDade, there's still so many people that we still have to seek justice for. And it just shows you in this country, like the list, it, it, it might never end. Also, the the suicide of it reminds me of all the Ferguson organizers who have right. died from Mysteriously. mysterious suicides uh it's it's wild man i mean who knows better how to make a murder look like a suicide than cops uh is a point i've heard made 
Yeah. Um, I mean, the coroner just says because there were, quote, no signs of a struggle or that right. he was hung up or that there wasn't. But again, I don't, how could, you know, how could we know? And that's the thing. Like, that's, we're at the point now where uh, when people of color and black people, any vulnerable community dies and it's just, you know, swept under the rug. It leaves us with so many questions that now we don't even know what to what to make of this. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think it's important. Whatever the truth is, like that has to be that has to be, uh, you know, presented to us. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week of the Daily Zeitgeist. Yep. We hope you have a good weekend. Stay safe. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to others. Don't do nothing. And uh, we'll be back on Monday. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.